All right, guys, this is part two of an epic two-part Coach's Corner podcast episode. So please, if you have not downloaded part one, head to iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening, and download episode one of this, part one, or you're going to miss out on a lot and have no clue what we're talking about in the rest of this episode. So without further ado, let's get into the second episode. And real quick, just to catch you up on things We wrapped up our final talk on myths, Dr. Jordan Peterson, a little bit of Joseph Campbell as well, the hero's journey, uh, and why these things are important to us in life, important to us as coaches and uh, and fitness people as well and writers. We wrapped it up with Adam talking a little bit about the Matrix and why the Matrix is the same story as the book of Genesis, but retold in a modern way and how that correlates to the hero's journey, to living a more virtuous and uh, moral life. So now we're going to get into the rest of the episode where we dive a little bit deeper into all of that. Again, if you've not listened to part one, head to wherever you download your episodes and check out part one first. Step up and you gotta get it fitness. Host Rob at the moment and the quest is You gotta check it and wreck it, you're breaking personal records And with the help of the guests you won't be guessing on the lessons That's a plus five fears Got a low key bamf right here You wanna meet them, there's no better way to greet them Than to strike a boss pose, take a look into the mirror Sort of where where this all sort of goes into And it, and it applies to, you know, to, to sort of all of life um, You know, is that you're right, you have to go through hell You have to go through that dark area um, you're not going to get what you want without experiencing some pain. Uh, you know, C- C3PO says it, uh, when they land on Tatooine is, you know, uh, we seem to be made to suffer. I guess that's our lot in life. And Peterson has a, a podcast episode where he talks about that and that like, you know, as human beings, we will suffer in our lives. And if you're trying to lose weight, you're going to suffer because you can't, you know, go out and, you know, drink. And, you know, eight beers at the bar and then order $12 worth of Taco Bell. Like, you know, you're going to suffer because your muscles are going to be sore. You're going to you know, suffer because you have to make these changes. Same thing if you're scared of, like, hitting on a girl and you don't do it. Like, yeah, you're going to have to suffer rejection. Ah, you know what? I'll just stay at home and play video games instead. I don't want to go talk to girls. Oh, look, Tinder. I don't even have to talk to them. Uh, I have a phone to protect me. You know, like... We have to suffer in some way, but suffering brings about change and healing. Um, so I guess the question now is how do you use myths or how do you use myths in your own life to sort of ease yourself into suffering and not run from it? Um, I, I literally just, I, I find various ones. Like I'm a big fiction reader. Um, and I'm like, but I'm also like, a, I don't know, I own like six different Campbell books and have listened to like every lecture he's given. So um, I, uh, I, I just, I find the ones that like at that moment are speaking to me. Like I, I told yeah. y'all, like I, you know, I just rewatched all of Harry Potter. And part of the reason I wanted to do that was because like, I've, I've been thinking a lot about about that series lately. And so as of late, like right now, like with my move to New York and whatever I'm going to be going through and everything, like 
it's just all kind of viewed through the lens of like, okay, what did Harry have to go through? Like, how does it, how does it fit within that cycle? And it's just, you know, framing it that way to keep on going and keep on moving and, and realize that like, you know, that's why like, as, as I've, I've read the books, I, I don't know how many times, like four or five, um, and the, seen, seen the movies multiple times, like number five has become increasingly my favorite part because it's like whenever he it's like when when harry flips the switch and when he realizes like i can no longer be this victim character of of voldemort and this this lot in life that i have and i've got to go seek out the end um even if that means that i'm gonna die in the process like that's that's okay i'll I'll do that Um, and that to me is like at this moment, what speaks to me the most. At times, it's Star Wars. Um, uh, f- a few years ago, it was, it was Tolkien and Lord of the Rings. Um, I'm sure it'll change in a few years. But, yeah. I, I know for me, it's it's usually always Star Wars right now. It's uh, uh, just with like the self-destruction sort of thing that's been in my head. It's been a lot of like Thanos and, and Marvel comic books. Um, but I know... And even video, like video games, really, like, eh, I guess you can't, like, there's no ordinary world for Mario uh, <laughs> until you, I, there kind of is, there kind of is, there kind of isn't. But like Zelda is the perfect world for that. Like, oh, look, right. I'm this, I'm this kid, I'm Link, and my dad goes away, and I have to, like, you know, I'm in this ordinary world, and oh shit, everything goes wrong, or oh, I'm, I'm in Kokiri Village, or, uh, you know, Kokiri Village. Um, you know, and you're doing like that's your world. That's where you live. You get this introduction. You got to go through the stuff. You get a sword. Then you go, uh, you know, to the Great Deku Tree, and you know, there's all these all these things that happen. Uh, video games fall out very well, um, and of course, other games, you know, uh, in that. But like that's that's where I view the hero's journey, and that that's what teaches me is like, okay, where where is so and so in this story? What are they What are they going against? Um, and Westworld, fuck, dude, Westworld, like Westworld yeah. has yeah. sent me so far down that black hole, um, and I don't care if we're at an hour. We're gonna keep going. I'll turn it into a two part, uh, unless you guys got. <laughs> but Westworld is so good because it's all about like the maze. The maze is where they finally find their their cognitive abilities and are able to think and not right. be robots. But right. the maze, if you look at it, is the Vitruvian Man, and where's the inside? It's on the inside of the man. Then you could throw out some symbolism stuff like, oh, you know, the third eye, the Triforce, the triangle is in the center, Masons, all this like crazy symbolic stuff that made my mind go places. Um, But even all of that symbolism is really just telling the same thing that the answer to what you're looking for is in your mind. It's within. That's where you have to go to find your freedom. Find the dragon. It's within. The Death Star. Within. Ganondorf. Within. Um, but yeah, Westworld's been, Westworld's been the one that's really, uh, sent me over the edge on that. And Adam said his is the matrix. Nick, do you have a I think, sort of myth? I think mine's not even the matrix, to be honest. Mine's a little, <laughs> you guys will be like, oh, whatever, but mine's a lot more darker than that. Um, I recently finished reading, um, a great trilogy, um, the emperor's blades. Um, that's like part one, but anyways, it's, that one of the main characters is this kid called Valid, who starts off like, you know, just normal kid. Um, and then he goes through the hero's journey 
and some things happen and he becomes really like really um really negative really miserable and then he meets the mental figure who sees that you know he has potential and he reminds him of you know of why he he needs to he's to go face his dragon per se and then he goes um back into the real world um to, to face that dragon so i think it's it's that thing where i think it's a lot more applicable to to me that's what I, th- I thought i saw myself in that character a lot but it's the whole thing of um you know it's not always going to be rainbows and unicorns but at the end of the day it's still about facing the truth and still you know striving to do the best that you can and not try and run away from it yeah yeah um, Nick, do you have uh, uh, books or myths or something that always sort of speaks to you? Um, I think, <clears throat> I think like Tanner kind of know that like there's always like almost like a different one at different points of your life for whatever reason. Or if you go reread the same book, there are different bits and pieces of it that speak out to you for different reasons, you know? Yep. Uh, if I went back, and, like I read Harry Potter growing up, like if I went back and read it now, I would take something totally different from it than I did then. Um, so, like, right now I'm reading The King Killer Chronicle. Uh, I just finished the first book, uh, Name of the Wind. And it, it's kind of weird because the main character, his name is Quoth, he, um, he is almost, like, too gifted. that Sometimes he's hard to, like, I don't know, resonate with or whatever. Um, but there's a lot of things he goes through or struggles with or whatever that, that do kind of speak to me. Like, he's kind of a shit talker, and I have trouble not shit talking also. Yeah. This, but like, <laughs> someone talks shit, and I cannot help myself. I don't know what it, uh, why. Um, so it's like different things at different times. I think one that I still, which I've mentioned twice now, that I still use things from that have taught me something is just the alchemist. Like, understanding signs and in and what I took out of it, like, feelings, that I know, like, when I'm afraid of something, uh, that I should do it. And that's, like, uh, it's, like, that girl that I've been dating, and this is, this is lame, so, but, um, after our first date, I dropped her off, and I thought about, like, kissing her and stuff like that, but I was, like, afraid to do it. You know, like, what if she turns me down? What if she does this? What if she does that? And I go back out to my car. And I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, beating myself up at this point. I'm like, man, I should have kissed her, blah, blah, blah. And I put my car into gear. And oh, boy. That, this, lady, <laughs> this lady with her dog walks in front of my car, and her dog starts shitting. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm late for a fantasy draft at this point. So, like, I'm, I'm str- I just got to beat myself up. I'm late. Now there's this dog pooping right in front of me, and there's, like, nowhere else for me to look. So, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go up there. So... I throw my car in the park, turn it off, walk up to her apartment, and uh, knock on the door. And she's, like, on the phone with somebody. She's like, hey, I got to go. I got to go. And I kissed her. And like, Ooh, sorry, you know, power moves only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's because, like, I felt that fear, and I knew that, like, like man, I just got to do this. Like, I knew it was important, even though I was afraid. Like, And at that point, like, the stakes were even higher. Because if I walk up now and try to kiss her and she turns me down, like, then it's really embarrassing because then I have to turn around to leave again, and that would suck. So <laughs> I don't know. I think it, like the alchemist just 
listening to these signs, like when you fear something, you need to do it. Like there's a reason that you're thinking about this. And but dude, that's, like, the thing is, lesson. like there's this book that I was reading um, called Gut Feelings, um, which actually explained why gut feelings aren't some crazy woo-woo pseudoscience. There's actually a lot of science to it, you know, for those yeah. who are into that stuff. And it's like, it's basically, it's all to do with the way that your brain recognizes patterns. And then when a pattern is a bit off, or it matches, that's what the gut, it's not that what it is exactly, but I'm just giving you like a really too long didn't read version. But essentially, as you go through life, your brain's constantly picking up patterns. Um, and this is, you know, for example, like if you're walking in the forest and you see a snake, you're not going to, your body reacts without you even thinking because right. it's so ingrained into you. And that's basically what a gut feeling is. It's just that the, the there's a pattern or there's something which, you know, subconsciously your body's picked up on. So... <laughs> In your case, Nick, maybe it was, um, you know, when you were on that date, for example, maybe the person, the, the chick was acting a certain way or whatever, and then it's like, you know, subconsciously you picked up. So you sort of knew. So that's yeah. what I think that people get really weird out when you talk about like, gut feelings and stuff. But um, but it's not, not, it's nothing like, it's actually a lot of science to it. Um, and there's a reason why there is no, there are these, these feelings and stuff happen. Um, sometimes, you know, we, we, those feelings can lead us astray, but more often than not, they just they actually work out fine because of the fact that your brain picks up subconscious cues as you're going throughout your day and your weeks and your months, whatever. And then when something comes along that fits that pattern, even if you don't realize it, that's what that gut feeling is. And just like you know, even on the other side of that thing, the other side is when there's something which doesn't fit in with the patterns that you picked up on, is when you get a bad feeling about something, and it always turns out to be right. Yeah, so, yeah. you hear about that all the time, like right. Like, uh, back during Thanksgiving, I got invited to play at this, I live in Louisville, Kentucky, and I got invited to play at this, like, big flag football Thanksgiving Day game thing. And um, I didn't really know the people, and I didn't really feel comfortable around them, and it just, I don't know why, but I decided not to go. And sure enough, like, later that day, there's, like, a shooting at the game, and two people got shot or something like that. And Damn. you hear about it all the time, like, people are like, uh, I think I'm just, I don't know, like not going to go out tonight or I'm not going to do this. Or I'm not going to do that. Or I am going to do it. And they do it. And all of a sudden, like they bypass something like terrible. That could have been them. Yeah. It's weird that you do get these gut feelings. And sometimes it's not even that. I think sometimes like, like the whole fear thing that like we talked about earlier, like, like you got to read these things for what they are. Like, I don't know. So that, I think that's my myth. I think that was the question originally. I don't know. Yeah, the the alchemist. I I like it. I I know we're we're a little over an hour, so I will probably turn this into a two parter. Uh, and we sort of picked up steam there later in the show. Um, but how do we tie this up? How do you tie up the importance of myths, mythology, uh, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Joseph Campbell? How do you, how do we tie that up into something for uh, for people to be left with? Yeah, read and watch more. Right. Yeah. I was literally going to say the same thing. Like, just read more books. Like, I don't, and I think the thing is, I think people get so that they have, they feel like they have to read a certain type. Like, oh, you have to read um, a self development book because that's like the thing, right? But no, it's not. Just read fiction, read stories. Like, those things will teach you more about life than any self development book will because the majority of self development books are literally just saying the same thing over and over again. Right. And they're all terrible. Right. They are. They are. Because, firstly, they're poorly written. The most for the most part um and it's just the same inane pseudo positive just think happy thoughts nonsense whereas if you read a, a fictional story they tell you that look 
you have to face the dragon. It's not all going to be unicorns and rainbows and happy thoughts. Like you have to go out there and you have to go on this hero's journey, but you enjoy it because it's like, if it wasn't, if the, if the hero didn't descend into the underworld, it wouldn't make for a good story. Like you wouldn't go to the cinema to watch Star Wars if, if you know, <laughs> if Luke just hung out on his moisture farm and was right, like exactly. repairing yeah. robots, no, or thank like you. If Harry Potter just, just lived for seven for seven books I'm... under his stairs, like, just, <laughs> like what kind of boring story would that be? Just you know, <laughs> so it's just like that's what. So it's like that's and that's the reason we enjoy them, which is just funny to me because we watch these movies and we get a massive thrill out of seeing these heroes do all these amazing things, but we totally once we leave the theater room, we, we totally forget that. We go through those things every day, but we just refuse the call. Yeah. So just accept the damn call. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was saying. And I think, like, to, like, give you one to piggyback off that, like, I think, like, everybody listen to this, you know, like, they've been listening to these four fucks on this podcast talking about dragons for the past hour and a half. <laughs> like, I think, like, what I would tell people is, like, go slay one of those things. Like, all yeah. of us have yes. to fall, whether it be, like, a text that we haven't read because it stresses us out to read it. Um, which I think a lot of people do. Um, or a bill <laughs> that you just haven't paid. <laughs> a bill I, just, I just thought a ton of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because a lot What? That's you, man. Like, go, like, you have something, that's, something small and insignificant that, like, stresses you out to even think about. Like, what I would say is, like, right now, Go do that. And a lot of people be like, oh, okay, well, I'll do it later. No, fuck that. Pause this thing. Go do it. And most people won't. And if that's the case, well, you suck, and that's fine. Um, <laughs> but if you do go do it, this thing that stresses you out, you're immediately going to feel better. Okay. And think about that. Oh, wow. Think about how okay. you feel so right now. So that's what I would say. Yeah. All right. So, Tanner, you have a, a way to wrap it up, or or, or you – uh. I mean, seriously, man, like, um, my, the, the simplest thing I can say is just like, find stories that you love and find the ways that you identify with all of the characters in those stories. Because if you start thinking about it, like you're going to find a number of ways, you're going to find ways that you identify with Harry and, and Voldemort. And you're going to find ways that you identify with Darth Vader and the Joker and, Luke and Batman and you know so and then see what the hero does to to handle their situation and apply that to whatever whatever it is you're working on at the moment like you know um, whether it's moving to New York on December 31st and spending 2017 in like the grinder or um, losing 50 pounds or whatever it is like just fucking find those stories and, and throw yourselves into them. I agree with that. And uh, I'll piggyback off that as, as I wrap it up. Same thing. I, I tell my clients, one of the first things I ask is who's your favorite superhero? Because the reason we connect with superheroes, the reason we connect with Harry Potter, the reason we connect with Luke Skywalker, Han Solo. Uh, I think we all connect with Han because who didn't want to be a suave motherfucker uh, and a scoundrel scoundrel uh, and get the princess. Duh. Um, may she rest in peace. Um, you know, we, we connect with these characters because we see ourselves in them. And that's why these archetypes and these stories and these myths are so important. And why I think you guys are right. We need to read more of those, get into more, you know, put the business book down, put the self-help book down, go read stories because that's how we function as human beings. That's how we derive meaning is, is out of stories. 
because our brains do it every day. We tell ourselves stories. You know, we tell ourselves the most negative, hellish story that we can uh, and make our dragon even bigger when it's just a rabbit. Um, so go out there, like they said, read stories, find amazing artists making great work, um, and think about the characters that you connect with, you know, why, why you connect with them. And, and even if they're an evil douchebag, like, uh, Cersei Lannister, right? You know? <laughs> maybe there's a part of you that's kind of like, you know, if I was the queen and shit had to get done, maybe that's just what I would do. Maybe that's what I would do. Yeah, I think that's actually a great point. I think that there's a reason why everyone's attracted to certain characters in different, you know, different books or stories or films. And the reason for that is because when you see that person, you see yourself in them. And I think that people shouldn't judge, right? They shouldn't judge, you know, or feel like they should like some character just because their friends like you or that's what society tells them they should like. Like, you know, if you're a Slytherin, then... You're a Slytherin, right? Like, that's right, and, Slytherin. That's right. <laughs> don't try and be a damn Gryffindor if you're a Slytherin. So it's like... I, you have to, exactly. So right, it's like, yeah, so you have to find, like... But you have to also identify why that is because that will, that will tell you more about yourself than reading Deepak, goddamn Chopra. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, guys, uh, I hope you enjoyed listening to this. Uh, it will be a two-part, so this will end part two. Uh, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, we caught some fire there late uh, in, in the show, so I hope it turned out well. But uh, if you guys have questions about myths or heroes and why we love these stories, uh, feel free to reach out to any of us on social media. Uh, you can get all that as well at sidequestfitness.com slash podcast and find the two-part Coach's Corner episode uh, and then you can get links to all of our social media as well. So, guys, thank you for coming on, and we'll see you guys again next month. Step up and you gotta get it fitness. Host Rob at the moment, and the quest is you gotta check it and wreck it. You're breaking personal records, and with the help of the guests, you won't be guessing on the lessons. That's a plus five fierce. Got a low key bamf right here. You wanna meet them? There's no better way to greet them than to strike a boss pose. Take a look into the mirror.